Hello and welcome back to Weeknight Hero. As always, I'm your GM, Evan. And I'm Christopher. So we're going to be continuing Christopher's story here uh, with Ars Arcanum. So where we had last left off, we're playing uh, Next Stop New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Now, Christopher, do you remember what we did in the last session? Uh, we went to a graveyard mm -hmm. and we found... Um, you desecrated a... We did not desecrate a grave. You summoned the spirit of... Uh, who was it, by the way? Marie Laveau. Oh, yeah, Marie Laveau. And so we found uh, her granddaughter or great-granddaughter. Like great-great-granddaughter. Something like that. Um, Eponine, who uh, decided to ask for our help mm -hmm. in handling a problem that she has with um, Mami Wata. Yes, so Mami Wata burgeoning magical crime boss has been making they're not they're not illegal because there's mutuality between them but there's certainly not contracts yeah well they're contracts but they're certainly not in the favor of the people who signed them mm -hmm. uh, so she's been using her magical powers to in debt new orleans to her so if they can't fulfill their end of the contract they get sick and eventually die mm -hmm. so you have spent the last Let's say it's probably been two or three weeks, maybe. Okay. Um, studying magic under Eponine Laveau, Voodoo Queen. And so now you are ready to take on Mami Wata. Okay. So we're going to set the scene here. So you're. So you're still there training and performing this ritual. So okay. she says, we're going to do a big version of this ritual mm -hmm. that you've done previously, the one that made you barf. Fun. And so we're going to use that to just wipe the slate clean entirely with Mami Wata. Okay. But first, we need to find her and stop her. So we need to track her down? Yes. Yeah, so she says that I have an idea of where she might be located. So there's a fort, an old French fort out in New Orleans mm -hmm. in the bayou called um, called Fort Proctor and so it's cool because it's a naval base it's like a it's like a fort it's a square fort out okay. in the middle of the water so the reason why she chose it is other than the water symbology is there's only one way in and one way out so it's because she saw octopusy it's her, her is little, that what uh, happens no but it's it's a, uh, a basically a, a floating fortress area um that's built completely on the water in india okay well yeah basically it's kind of the same thing and it's in real life it's abandoned and you can maybe go you can visit it and you okay. can kayak over to there <laughs> but let's say that there's a magical crime family that has occupied it so with the knowledge of the fact that you need to take a boat the only way in is with a boat okay right um Eponine prepares you. So she says, so what we're going to do is there's going to be two boats. And one of them is a decoy. Yeah. So she's going to go in the decoy boat and say it and say that she wants to um, refinance her, her contract mm -hmm. with Mami Wata. And so she's going to be a distraction. Okay. And while you do that, you're going to slip in in another boat. Okay. And find the source of Mami Wata's power because Eponine tells you that and for people who don't know the basis of the voodoo spiritual tradition the voodoo that you do yes um typically 
in Haitian and in Louisiana voodoo, there are um, spirits called Loa, and they kind of intercede on behalf of um, practitioners of voodoo. They're like saints. They, they're very similar to saints. That's why Santeria, um, I believe the word is synecratized them mm-hmm. as saints, because it's easier for Catholic people to understand. So very similar to that. And in order to do that, a person has to willingly accept Loa into their body. Mm-hmm. And so the Loa rides them, is the, is the term, so the, the spirit... It's possession. Yeah, occupies their body. And it gives them knowledge, and they do things, and it's it's a whole ritual. So in order for them to be using this much power, somebody's getting ridden. So someone has to get possessed. Yeah, so there's somebody who's being possessed. She's like, it's not Mami Wata. And so more likely than not, she's using um, unsafe ritual practices. Like this is like an OSHA violation? Yeah, it's the equivalent of black magic. They're, <laughs> they're doing everything against what they're supposed to be doing. I just like that someone with like a clipboard is going in and being like, got to put a railing here. Yeah. Got to gotta make them stand... Yeah, they're not following magical protocol at all. Stand on this mat, you know, it's going to help absorb some of that shock. Yep, so you are going to go in and find whatever kind of person or object or artifact is mm-hmm. being uh, siphoning this power, okay. and you are going to take it. Because, and so now that you have it, we can control the narrative, let's say. Okay. So, we will move the scene on, so we'll do like a hard wipe star wipe yes into to the bayou in the middle of the night mm-hmm. of course because that's the only time you can sneak in can't sneak in during the day mm-hmm. and so it's pitch black outside so she's like oh well, I, i'm sure you'll be able to get over there fine right yes so she, so now we'll she'll put a spell of uh agwe on your boat and it'll say the boat will take you where you need to go just uh, make sure you don't get seen and make sure you don't trip any traps okay sounds easy <laughs> so she goes and so she takes her boat off into the water she's drifting towards the fort which you can see because it has a couple of lights out in the distance and so you progress forward okay so are you going to follow her plan and be stealthy yeah i'm not sure how stealthy i am but we're gonna we will roll for stealth. So, all right, go ahead and roll for that. Uh, fifteen. Okay, perfect. You add your two. That's more than enough. You succeed. So let's say that you follow the. You are guided by the boat using Agwe's spell. So you just sit and like make your profile as low as possible. So let's say you kind of like lay down in the boat. So as it drifts towards you, or as it drifts towards the fort. You're able to get incredibly close. Mm -hmm. And it is at this point that we're going to do a secret roll. So I'm not telling you what the roll is. Go ahead and roll for it. Okay. Eight. Okay, so since you rolled an eight, we combine it with your magical expertise of four. You're supposed to be 20. uh, So you failed. So you unknowingly trigger a magical trap on the building so this fortress is a headquarters and it has magical wards built up around it mm-hmm. which are just magical alarms and so what this one's going to do is that it activates 
the magical defenses around the fort. Okay. So you see something slithering in the water. Oh, fun. And as the ripples come towards you, this large white snake comes out of the water and hisses at you. Okay. And moves to attack you. All right. So what are we going to do? We're going to try to uh, blast, blast it. I'm not talking to a snake. You're not going to reason with the snake? So first thing we're going to do... Assuming it's fake, right? It has to be like a... It's not like a real snake. It's a magical construct. Yeah, so... So called Dambala's Retribution. So first thing we're going to do is we're going to roll for your godsend fortunate failure. 19. Okay, so you so it manages to go through your fortunate failure, but... You also have a new item that you have been saving for this exact moment. So it's going to do magical damage to you. So uh, we're going to roll for it to attack you. Okay. Five. Five plus nine. So it, it does do damage to you, unfortunately. But with your Franklin badge, you're able to reflect the attack back at it. So roll. For, now you're going to roll for the magical snake. Roll for the magical snake? Yeah. I thought we just did. No, it, you it, you rolled to see if it would attack you, and it did attack you. So what it did, so it went out, bit you. Okay. And like it, it hit you with its you know magical sting. Uh huh. And so it manages to go through even your Franklin Patch's defenses. Uh huh. But because it's a magical attack, you're able to reflect it back at him. Oh, uh, so I'm rolling for reflection. Yeah. Oh. Sixteen. So it manages to avoid the attack. So as it attacks you, your Franklin badge absorbs the attack, fires like a, another bolt back at it, mm-hmm. and it's unharmed, okay. basically. Gotcha. So in this round, it did damage to you. So now our next one, we're still going to go through with blasting it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So roll to blast. Roll to blast. 15. And then the second one? 7. Okay, awesome. So using your magical blast attack, you're able to land the hit. And because it rolled a 7, it, it it's, it's a construct. It doesn't really get harmed. But you're able to slightly harm it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it incurs an injury, but then it goes to move to attack you again. So let's say now it's wrapped around the boat. Okay. And it's trying to destroy the boat with you on it, and so it attacks you again. Okay. So we're gonna roll twice for fortunate failure, and then also for your Franklin badge. Uh, two, 14. Okay. okay, so you have the opportunity here, so technically with the way the rolls work out, it would be stopped by fortunate failure. Okay. Uh, I don't have a problem with you like allowing it through, but now attacking. Oh, you mean like in order to reflect it back? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Because remember, you're you're choosing to alter the probabilities. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to do that, you say, uh, no. So it doesn't do that. It attacks you. Mm-hmm. You guard the hit, and then it reflects the attack back at Adam. Okay. So uh, you damaged the snake, and so being a minion, as long as it gets damaged, it disappears. So it starts to fade and wither away like a wisp of smoke, and it's gone. Okay. So, of course, in doing that, you fought a giant snake in the middle of the water. <laughs> now people are aware of your existence. Yeah. So, um, 
they're going to go peer out into the water and they're like, no, we know you're here. Mm -hmm. So they're going to take an active attempt to perceive you. Okay. So we're going to roll your stealth versus their perception again. Well, let's see. Which one do you want first? Uh, their perception. 11? Okay. Oh, and the other one? And then your stealth? 17. Oh, you so so they missed you. So they're out in the water. And so let's say rather than them not being aware of the fact that you exist, mm -hmm. they know you're out there, but they can't see you. Okay. And so they're like, all right, get into boats and go out into the water and go find them. Okay. So while you do that, they're distracted by this, by what was happening out in the water and trying to find your body. Mm -hmm. and they think you already died. And so now you're able to sneak into the fort. Okay. So now that you're into the fort... You want to investigate? Yeah, we need to find. Uh, what are we trying to find? Whatever the source of the power is. Yes. Okay. How am I going to track it down, though? Let's. You do have the ability to. So you have your visions of fortune. I do. And you have magical awareness, so you can so, sense when something is magical. Yeah. So I, I don't know how close I have to be in order to use magical awareness, though. Um, it's based on your perception check. Okay. So, so it's based on want, a roll. If you want to roll for perception, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, eighteen. Awesome. So, uh, with the way that the whole rolls work out, you're able to detect it, and so you're like very clearly, it's over there because you, let's makes your hand sweat, <laughs> and so you're like, nope, I know it's over there. So you go like a dousing rod. Yeah. So, I don't. Well, how do you want your ability to perceive magic to be written out as a description? No, that's fine. Okay. I like that. So your hands sweat when you when you think about that direction. So you're like, uh -huh. nope, it's got to be over there. Okay. So you go and you wander in, and so it is. Okay. So you peer inside, and so the the object is not just one thing. It's this whole space. So okay. there's so there's old ruined buildings on the inside of the fort, roughly about like the size of someone's house. Mm -hmm. So uh, inside there, there's like a shrine dedicated to La Sirene. Mm -hmm. And so they have all kinds of really nice things. Uh, Mami Wata likes soap. She likes delicious food, alcohol, mm -hmm. and like, uh, I guess you'd call them like fashion products. Mm -hmm. And so let's say that all of this is built into like an altar around a large statue okay. of like a mermaid. So this is just it's like, like um, what you get your mom for Christmas. Yes. It's just like a bunch of those things, <laughs> just scented soaps and jewelry. Scented soap. and candle a couple candles like from a, like a nice uh, yankee candle necklace yes okay perfume mm -hmm. and not even like a good one <laughs> <laughs> so all of these objects make up this altar space uh-huh and so this is where she's been drawing her power from from the altar yes okay so what would you like to do to this altar so i'm assuming that if this is a ritual space that is giving off magical siphoning energy mm -hmm. that either it's going to be booby trapped in some way or if you remove an object it's going to be sensed somehow mm -hmm. i feel like destroying the objects would be the best way to go without like stepping into the ritual space okay so if that's possible it's gonna blast it from outside well yeah that'd probably be the easiest thing to do would be to try to destroy some of the objects that are in view without stepping into the ritual space itself. I feel like if I go into the ritual space, something's going to happen that I don't want to happen. Yeah, so let's say that you have learned from uh, Eponine that ritual spaces, it's 
even worse to destroy it while it's in a ritual. So if you move anything around, the Loa might take it as a slight, like as a slight, or you're returning their gift. Mm -hmm. So Mamiwata will get super pissed if you do it. I also picture the fact that uh, there may be a way of trapping you in a ritual space that I don't want to participate in. Mm -hmm. Whether it's like, oh, you know what? The entire uh, room was uh, outlined in salt. And once you break the salt barrier, you know, things like that. Well, you can do a ritual to unritual a ritual. <laughs> can I try to unritual the ritual? Yeah. So we can do that. So in the meanwhile, the, the thought occurs to you that uh, Eponine is fighting outside with all of the attendants to Mamiwata and Mamiwata herself. <laughs> well, they're so, distracted at least. Yes. So I'll say complication. Do you want to help her? Or, or you can even use the ritual space as a bargaining chip. Uh, well, if that's what's giving her her power, mm -hmm. then it seems like that would be the biggest bargaining chip to use. Yeah. So, do you want it? So we can interrupt their battle. Do you want to do that? Uh, how close are they? Would they be able to they're, hear me? No, they're still on you. So because you're sneaking around and because they're focused on other things. Um, they're still really close to you. I said, remember I said like, the fort's maybe the size of like a cafeteria. Hey, I've got an idea. Why don't I try to use um, some of the stuff that Eponine taught me in order to communicate with them without necessarily having to reveal my immediate location? Okay, we can do that. Let's so try to communicate with them. Uh, what is it like a not like a disembodied voice? You can do a mental communication. Yeah, basically, it's basically what Katie does. Uh huh. Just to make them aware that I'm there, and that I have the ability to interrupt this ritual space and destroy it mm -hmm. uh, if uh, they don't listen to what I got to say. Okay, so we'll uh, so we can do it. Do you want to do it through fast casting a ritual, or do you want to use a power stone? Let's try to fast cast and see if that works. Okay, roll to fast cast for your expertise magic. Let's see. Fourteen. Okay, perfect. So you're able to do it, and then we are going to skip the entire design phase. Going to do the ritual because it's really, really short distance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's maybe basically sixty feet from where you are to where they are. Mm -hmm. Um, you're able to do it instantly. So let's say you make like a giant face in the sky. And so you use that to communicate with them. And they're like, hey, everyone, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> otherwise your ritual space gets it. Mm -hmm. and so so what, what am I getting in, uh, what is it, uh, communication back from this bitch? They'll, so everyone stops. Right, so of course, so let's say they're all attacking each other and there's a fight going on, uh -huh. and Eponine's like very close to losing because mm -hmm. she can't attack Mamiwata, she can attack other people. Uh, so everything stops, and so you're just like, let's let's talk this out. <laughs> <laughs> so Mamiwata appears, and so of course she's a um, she is an African-American woman, mm -hmm. and so she's adorned in the same way that Mami Wata would be. So she has these shells, she has these white markings on her face, mm -hmm. and... This is just live and let die, isn't it? Yeah, well, voodoo, so it all <laughs> comes from the same place. And so she says, all right, let's talk. So we, we get everyone around a mystical table, and we discuss this. A mystical table? Yes. What do you guys want in return? She's trying to make a deal. Yeah. 
No, I don't. I already don't trust her. You don't, I don't have to make the deal. <laughs> so, I already don't trust her, especially if like contracts are her thing. And she's like, "Let's get this in writing." Contracts are her thing. You do have the ability to see through her deceits. So, we are going to have her roll a persuasion check against you. Okay. So we're going to roll for her, and we're going to roll for you. One, nine. Awesome. So she clearly doesn't do it. (laughs) And so you're just like, we're not bargaining with you. You have absolutely no leverage over us in this situation. Mm -hmm. And we can end your ritual whenever we want to. Mm -hmm. And guess who Mami Wata is going to be pissed at first? It's true. Because Loa like to ride people. Because it gives them the ability to interact with the spiritual world. Um, but they don't want to do it forever. <laughs> and so you constantly drawing on her power means she's racked up quite a tab that she needs to pay off. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, oh, shit. Fine. Right? So she says, yeah, I, don't, I don't want any of us to do that. But what can we do at this point? Yeah, good. That's, that's good. Because we'll, we'll say that her magical credit card debt is in the like she can't declare bankruptcy yeah it's in like in the hundred thousands of dollars and you know that interest rates like 200 (laughs) percent okay this is zimbabwe yeah so so she's like i can't stop it because at this point in time my soul isn't even good enough to cover the tab okay so she says that's fine because she's so she's been holding this off in her back pocket and so she's like we we can't stop this unless we're going to do it my way so unless you were to cut this off right now, it's not even going to just affect me. It's going to affect you guys and pretty much the city of New Orleans in order to do it. So she says, no, 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 we're not bargaining in this way. So we're going to do this instead. She says, what if we just split the debt between the three of us? <laughs> the three of us? Yeah. As the most magical people in New Orleans, we might be able to shoulder a little bit of this debt. She's still going to get pissed off. Why? Huh? Why? What are you going to do? <laughs> no, I'm just... Oh, Mommy Wata's still going to be pissed oh, off. Oh, yeah. Still. Right? And now I'm going to make an enemy. <laughs> I'm going to make an enemy with like a, a fucking saint demon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what would you <laughs> want to do in this situation? Because it it seems we can, reasonable. We don't have to accept her bargain, or we can accept her bargain. It seems like uh, it it does make the most sense to split this debt among multiple people, mm-hmm. and hopefully we're able to absorb enough of the the cost. So I will. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. So we're gonna do that. Deal or no deal. Okay. So, of course, uh, Voodoo Queen reminds you that they still have their ritual in the back pocket. The, um, the one from uh, Marinette Brashesh, the Violent Revolution one. <laughs> so, you're like, okay. And so, of course, Voodoo Queen doesn't want to do it either. She's like, that's stupid. Now you're just damning both, all three of us <laughs> to a horrible fate as a result of pissing off La Sirene. Uh-huh. Right. So we'll say that both of them are quite hot headed. Remember she's the Empress mm-hmm. in this situation and Mommy Wata's the Hierophant in this situation. And so both of them have these contrasting personalities that make it difficult to 
persuade both of them. So do you want to roll for persuasion? Yeah, well, let's see if I'm even able to persuade. All right, so roll for that. Remember and this is to persuade Eponine, right? Uh, well, we'll just roll to say that it persuades both of them. Nine. Doesn't okay. sound very high. So nine combined with your four persuasion means that you don't succeed. Uh-huh. But let's not forget that you have the ability to alter reality. Yeah, let's try that again. <laughs> All right, so we're going to burn one of those hero points. 18. Way better. Yeah, a lot better. So you said, all right, I have a plan. So you have a plan to introduce the situation. They're like, what kind of plan do you have? First of all, you learned magic yesterday, two, like two weeks ago. And so she says, you learned magic. And Mami Wata says, you learned magic two weeks ago and you have a plan? That's stupid. You're like, no, I don't think it's stupid. So you said, I think I have a plan that can work out in place of this. So what your plan uh-huh. is, is you're like, let's go to the ritual space. Let's get in contact with Mami Wata. Yeah, let's, let, let's talk to her. All right, so you're going to go in. She's going to get pissed off. She's going to be like, to God, I've been, what is it? I'm, I'm out of Coca-Cola. Yeah. She does like Coca-Cola. <laughs> one thing I found out. So so she activates the ritual, and so you get ridden by Mami Wato. Oh, fun. So while externally they see you doing some kind Rive. of sensuous dance, sensuous uh, dance. you are in contact with this uh, incredibly powerful spirit of voodoo so we'll say that we'll borrow something from katie's book and we'll, we'll take you to something like an astral plane but okay. you interact with their world all right and so every so you go dive deep into an ocean okay and at the and at the heart of this ocean and seemingly all around you is the spirit of la sirene and so we'll even say that it's like a gigantic impossibly large infinite mermaid who speaks to you okay she asks what you're here for say um there's a uh there's a bitch that's been siphoning your power <laughs> yeah she's like oh i know about her uh-huh she's like oh so what she asks for is fidelity from people so she's been misusing her powers and so she's just like yeah when give me the say the word and she is ready to rain hell upon her because la siren comes from like a I believe it is a Yoruba spirit called uh, Yemaya. Mm-hmm. And Yemaya, in that tradition, not so much in this one, is a mother in the sense that she's very loving, but also can wreak impossible destruction onto people far more than any other spirit can. Like, well, she, she fucks people up. Well, La Seren just sounds like the siren, yeah. which makes me think of Greek mythology anyway. Mm-hmm. Of beckoning people to go and die so, on the rocks. Yeah, so you said, well, you can have Mami Wanta, but we're gonna. So you say, um, instead of us splitting it three ways, you can have me, right? And so she's just like, what? That's crazy. So, <laughs> so she talks to you. She finds you infinitely alluring. <laughs> One more time. Right? And she finds you infinitely alluring. No, I like the way you said that. Crazy. That's crazy. So the way this. <laughs> I love the way this works out, and I'm glad it worked out for the role too. Is remember what is your what is your uh, strongest suit in this situation? I'm a blank slate, but I can't read what the card says because yes, I'm blind. It's the fool. Oh, uh, so so you have no basis in magic, and so she's just like you're an interesting soul, 
what are you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, what she so what she does is she's willing to love and accept anybody, but of course, the fidelity aspect is in return. So, let's say she even finds you like attractive. Gross. <laughs> Want to do some demon woman? So, so what you what you're gonna do is you're like we're gonna enter the deepest contract that we possibly can. I don't know why that sounded so erotic. It did. It sounded way grosser. So she says you'll never have another woman other than me. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> because you are super mega gay. Yep. <laughs> what is it? Oh yeah, of course. Awesome. Yeah, she's it's like a wedding that. ring. She says before anyone else, she's like I was. You say yeah, I'll. My soul will be tied to you for all of eternity. Right? There will never be another person. And this is like literally the way that she conducts these rituals. And so by undergoing it, you're like, that's insane. She's like, you know what? We're going to do that. Because, you know, in, enlightened spiritual beings beyond our human understanding are sometimes very simple to understand <laughs> because this is the bargain that she does with people and so you're just like yep never never for anyone else in your entire life she's <laughs> like that counts for a lot so you're like but you promised me mommy wata right and so she's like and so you say yeah you can have her you can do whatever you need to to her mm -hmm. and her followers right because they're all here she, and you're like and i will be faithful to you eternally just don't harm anyone else was it don't don't fuck with no other people in yes. new orleans so she says it's done so she snaps her fingers and you are unridden by her and so you're like okay i think i figured it out so you say eponine voodoo queen and mommy wata come in mm -hmm. to the ritual space so when she steps in the so when mommy wata steps into the ritual space oh lord she <laughs> what do you what do you want it to happen I just picture it being like um, the opening of uh, the Ark of the Covenant in <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Or is, was that the beginning or the end? That's the end. Where you said the like, beginning. Did I? Yeah. So well, the end, right? Where she melts. So we'll say where that, their faces are melting and heads yeah. are exploding. So so we'll say say that her her body starts to sweat and then starts to rot from inside out, and so you're just like you had abused the, the everlasting love of La Sirene Mamiwata, <laughs> so you have to suffer for that. And so she says, no, if I do it, everyone else is going down with me. And you say, no, I made an even bigger bargain, an, impo an impossible bargain that's not impossible for you. So you say, no. So you say, I've taken on the impossible toll of all of your magic. All she wants now is for you to die. <laughs> so, so she starts to to rot away from the inside and so as her skin sloughs off and pus and blood fall out of her she withers away into nothingness and so she's dead and so we'll say that everyone else around you or all the people that were harmed start you know being purging mm -hmm. and get removing the sickness from their bodies as a result of this uneven bargain mm -hmm. and so the day is saved which I know in the love. grossest way possible. How's it gross? Oh, she <laughs> rotted away. She rotted away into pus and blood, and everybody else is puking everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> fun times. So that happens, and uh, so we'll we'll again we'll wipe the scene. Yeah. 
So everything's all well and good, and we'll say everything's bright and beautiful in New Orleans. And Eponine says, you know, thank you for your unending help in doing something that's literally impossible. You discuss how you did it, and you're just like, I made the bargain. <laughs> right? It has to, you know, we're, well, as we're talking about contracts, there's mutuality to it. <laughs> you agreed to do it, and you, she's just not fully aware of the context of the situation. And so you were able to save the day. So she thanks you. She says, um, you know, you have nothing more to learn. And so you may return to and spread the will of, of, of magic to the world. <laughs> so well, that, that just about wraps it up. All right. So how did you like it, Christopher? Uh, it was fun. What was I going to say? The uh, Well, you're not going to keep any of this anyway, probably. No. But <laughs> no, no, I will. No, because, um, what's it called? So we've done this adventure once before, uh -huh. and it did not turn out this way at all. It was all. entirely different, yeah. Well, there's multiple ways that you can do it. I know, I but mean, I pissed her off, it. and I could not go near water. Otherwise, I would drown. Yeah. So I could not, like, ever cross her. Otherwise, yeah, <laughs> I'd so be fucked. I couldn't even cross water. Yeah, so well, now you are free to do as you wish because your soul is technically claimed by mommy wanta but like in the most benign way possible <laughs> exactly so so let's take a look at the tarot and see how you did justin thoreau yes so the first one that we had was the ace of wands and so this represented you in the beginning of your stage an mm -hmm. emerging direction delays and distractions because it's in the reverse position okay so that was as a result of you calling up the spirit of a dead woman and Telling her to give you the answer to the question. <laughs> I did not desecrate her grave. Oh well, you, you called her back from from the netherworld yes. to, to bother her. I had a question. <laughs> Previously, the empress was in a reversed position, representing uh, a lack of creativity and dependence on others. Mm -hmm. Now, it is in an upright position because, Ooh. of course, this represented Eponine, okay. the voodoo queen. And so now she is self-actualized and powerful again. Mm -hmm. The King of Swords reversed was inner truth, misuse of power, and manipulation. Mm -hmm. So we have now, in this second drawing that we do, um, in our little framing device, uh, King of Swords is now in an upright position, how uh -huh. mysterious, representing truth, justice, in the American way. Okay, Superman. So uh, the next one, the Hierophant reversed, is personal beliefs, freedom and challenging the status quo so while this had initially applied to mommy wata uh-huh it now applies to you huh. you've you've usurped her role as probably mommy wata's la Sirene's biggest fan <laughs> and so finally the page of cups both of these two these last two the hierophant reverse and page of cups represent your impossibly creative display where you you um used your unique nature to solve a problem to solve a problem and make an even greater bargain say it one more time what solve a problem to solve a problem there you go okay why <laughs> you said solve a problem solve a problem go away go away but this but page of cups represents creativity possibility and imagination we'll wrap it up here okay thank you for listening to ours arcanum as always i've been your gm evan and i'm christopher see you later Thank you so much for listening to Weeknight Hero. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on Twitter under Weeknight H. 
follow the blog for extra content that we aren't putting into podcasts at weeknighthero.wordpress.com. If you really like what you're hearing, you can rate us on iTunes or Podchaser to get our name out there. And finally, thank you so much for listening.